You can be a fit bitch too. Presented by Ignite Fusion Fitness. Let's go. Hi, beautiful humans, and welcome to You Can Be a Fit Bitch Too. My name is Michelle McIntyre, and I am co-owner and creator of Ignite Fusion Fitness. I would love to introduce you to my fabulous Dynamite D, who I have on for this episode. Um, Just to give you a little bit of background, Dynamite D and I have known each other for just about five, going on five years, I believe, isn't it, D? Yep. Five years in September. Five years in September. And wow, has it ever been a whole lot of fun, huh? It has been a ride, but it's been amazing. Oh, Dee, I'm so happy that you decided to come on the show with me. This is going to be just fabulous. And I can't wait for everyone just to get an insight into your fitness journey. I'm excited to be here. Yay. It's a a great time. Oh, Dee, you know what? We've been through so much together. I can't even believe how much we have grown together, been through together, and just continue to work out together all the time. What I'd love for you to do is maybe just give our incredible audience an idea of how your fitness journey began. Oh, yeah. I I will be the first to admit fitness was not like a natural fit for me. I come from a family of absolute nerds. We are we are not sporty people by nature, at least not my like immediate family. So most of my activity and physical literacy as a kid came from like going for walks or hikes. Picked up a lot when one of my aunts bought a house with a pool and we basically spent every summer just at her house. If the sun was out, we were in that pool. But like, I was not someone who uh, looked forward to gym class as a matter of speaking. It was not somewhere I excelled. I didn't think of myself as that kind of person, you know? Kind of my first brush with calling it serious fitness is tremendously silly because it is the furthest thing from serious. But when I was 14 years old for Christmas, my parents got our family a PlayStation 2. And I got Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. That's amazing. I was obsessed with it for like at least a full year. I'd be playing it after school. I'd play it on weekends. And I loved it. And between that and I was going from junior high to high school, I had that first bit of freedom where you're like, you're allowed to kind of just go do things with your friends, though I lived in the suburbs, so my friends were like 15, 20 minutes away on foot, but you don't have access to things like a car. So there was a lot of just walking around our suburban town and like going and hanging out. That was our main way we could socialize. Before I was an adult, my most active was probably like 15 to 16 between Dance Dance Revolution and just walking the mean streets of Sackville. Well, and there's a thing that comes with growing up in in a household that either does fitness or doesn't do fitness. Oh, absolutely. And it is such a perception shift for those who don't grow up knowing what it is like I did. I mean, I grew up and my mom, you know, was uh, 
dancer. She worked out. I watched her obsessively when I was a child, you know, so I was put into dance classes right away and movement classes. So for me, it was just a normal thing. But I think the special gift is when people like yourself who haven't had the access to, you know, that fitness or being put into classes or being put into dance or, you know, seeing a parent that works out, you know, when you start to find your own footing and grounding, that is a really super special thing. Yeah. And like, it's, it's especially an interesting journey when you're coming at it from someone who, like I said, was like a nerdy kid growing up who didn't click with like sports and gym class finding ways to move and be active that you enjoy, it can go a little more outside of what people are expecting or people's vision of what fitness means. And you find these weird, interesting things. And you're like, no, I like this. And whatever gets you moving, that's all that really matters. Absolutely. It is whatever gets you moving, no matter what that is. I mean, our first encounter was at the studio, and I believe that was your first hoop intro. It was. I have a bit of a funny story about those intro classes. My husband and I, we just moved into our apartment that is literally across the street from the studio, maybe four months before. Uh, And I was trying to kind of like push myself out of my shell and my comfort zone a bit. So when I saw the sign for the $12 intros, it's like, okay, I'm going to make you do this. I'm going to make you take that big step out. You are going to do three of the intro classes. You don't have to do anything beyond that, but you're going to go to these three classes and just give it a try. And how hard was that to do? How hard was it for you? Honestly, it was a big challenge because like I, I am naturally a very introverted and shy person. You wouldn't think that probably because you've known me so long, but Drop me in a new situation around a bunch of people I don't know, doing something I've never done before. I'm I'm gonna shy back. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bit of that anxiety. So making myself do that was a huge step. I'm so glad I did. And the fact that it brought me to you is the big, big one. But oh, thank you. <laughs> all, all of the classes. I, I tried pole, I tried silks, and the third one that I did was hoop. And I didn't even go into the with the expectation of, if I like one of these, I'll do the class. It was just, you were going to do these three things to say that you did them. The pole one that I did was with Andrea. And after, after that class, it was tempting to come back for more because she's such an absolute sweetheart and such a great teacher. But then I hit the hoop one and... I remember it was like maybe an hour later, I was like, okay, I need to find a way to take this class because it just, it clicked and like you got us up on the hoops right away. I still have a picture on my phone from that first class and just the energy in that room. I was like, I, I will find the money. I'm going to do this. Oh, that is it right there. That's the magic moment. And it is about finding what fits for you. It's about finding the right instructor. It's about finding that click. And you have to be brave enough to switch that switch on to say yes, to push yourself, to get yourself out the door, 
to get yourself into the class, even as scary as it is to walk into a room filled with a bunch of people you don't know, and you have no sweet clue what you're about to get yourself into. And we think we need to know what we're supposed to know what to do, right? And you find yourself in there in the middle of a room with a whole bunch of other people and one weirdo who's about to teach you and you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And like, this wasn't the start of my fitness journey, but it was the start of that chapter of my fitness journey. So my physical literacy was still not great. I was still very much a gangly, awkward person. There's only so much of the gangly awkwardness I can truly lose, but at least I have a greater. <laughs> See, I, I, it's, I, I know what deck of cards I'm playing with. Oh my God. You are fucking fantastic. Are you kidding me? You have grown so much in your abilities and your strength and your body movements, like watching you grow through that hoop class and then watching you grow through your hit classes and personal training moments with me. Girl, you are something else. Well, I mean, compared to that first class, it is night and day. Night and day. Both the physical literacy and just the awareness of your body. And these are the muscles you have. This is how they work. This is what they can do. Getting to fully realize and appreciate that helps you appreciate your body more. Absolutely. And to think if you never walked through that door in particular, or if you never decided that you wanted a little more from your body, you wanted a little more strength, a little more confidence, you wanted to learn something new, to think if you never followed that little inner fit bitch voice that said, come on D, come on D, you can do it. It's okay. Yeah, we might feel a little gangly and awkward here, but you know what? I think we got more in here. We can do this, you know? Yeah. And I think that highlights the importance of finding things that you enjoy with fitness because even if it makes you nervous, if you find the fun and there's something something there that draws your interest, it it tips those scales in favor of, you know what? Let's do this. Absolutely. And it is about finding the fun in fitness. For sure. Because fitness should be fun. Fitness should be something that you try. I'll say, I'll air quote it, try to look forward to. Because I know, I was talking with um, one of our other Ignite members today, and she's like, I know, it fucking sucks sometimes. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. I, I drag my butt there, you know, but that I'm really glad I got there. And and you keep it fun and interesting. And it's different all the time. And it's about finding something that is fun and fits you and your life. No, that's that's a huge part of it. And honestly, like before coming to the studio, before I met you, I had a few brushes with trying to build on like my physical strength. Most of my activity for the longest time was just walking and it still is, but there was weights around. I wanted to get at least a bit stronger for a long time, but I always struggled to do it by myself. And I find even even now, like with the amount of time I've trained with you, like I, I have the knowledge, I have the tools, I could absolutely go do a workout by myself. 
but having the classes gives me an accountability. It's like, I am paying for this. I am going to go. I am going to get my butt kicked. It's going to be worth it. Even if I am like so tired, I cannot drag myself off my couch. Although sometimes you have to know when it's just, it's too much. And sometimes it's just you being lazy. Oh my God, D, no. And this is yeah. another, this is another myth that I kind of want to bust here tonight too, is that we need to honor our bodies on our journey. And I think one of the biggest things, and I love that, and that I have put in your toolbox and a lot of the other beautiful humans that I work with is the understanding that sometimes it is hard to drag your ass to class. And sometimes you need to just say, I need to rest today too. Yeah. And you need to honor that. And it, it's all about finding that fine balance of okay, today I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm going to go and I'm just going to move. I'm going to yeah. try. I'm going to just go in at half mass today and move for that hour or 45 minutes, get it out of the way. Or you come in full steam, full tilt ahead. You're like gangbusters. You're like, oh fuck, bring on the beast mode. <laughs> woo, 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 yeah. woo, woo. And you crush everything you touch. And then you have the days where you're like, oh, wow. Your body and your brain say no. And those are the days that you you go easy on yourself and you breathe into it and you take a rest day. You take a recovery day. You honor the three other days that you worked out and you go and be proud of that. And you just take a moment and you breathe into the fact that today – you just need to eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> or take like a two hour long bath. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And I, I lay down that you just eat cake and get a bath and have someone rub your feet and, and do the whole thing because you know what? We're all human. And we all need that once in a while. Absolutely. <laughs> it's called being real. Yeah. If, if you don't take that break, you're going to hurt yourself either physically or mentally or emotionally. If your body is saying no, there's probably a reason and you just need to take that moment. Absolutely. And I love that because it's like when you come into class sometimes and I know you're like, and this happens with other, other humans all the time. And I love that when you guys are honest with me about where you're at, you know, whether that be you need a break and you're just coming in to say, hey, I need a break tonight, or you come in and we go, okay, today I feel like I'm a little at half mass, you know, and I will rearrange my programming so that we hit a little more mobility, a little more stability, and we don't hit the weights as hard, or we just sort of veer and and form and shape it so that it becomes a natural fit because this fitness business of getting fit. And from my perspective and from working with you guys is that it needs to mold and morph so that we work together as a team to get you to where you need to be. That is, that to me is good training. Well, and to add on to that, that flexibility with how you program, meeting people where they're at any given day keeps them coming back and it helps build that routine. If they come in at half and you're trying to do whole, that might put a block on them from coming back. Like 
trying to build that routine and build that kind of consistency, even if one week looks different from the other based on what life looks like, just showing up and trying to keep going with it and keeping that consistency is where you see progress. It's where you see patterns and results. Absolutely. And it is that consistency. And I just wanted to take this back to that accountability thing, because I really truly believe that we are all accountable to each other. You, my Ignite family, my beautiful humans, my fit bitches, you guys are the ones that keep me accountable as well. There are days when I get up and I'm tired and I'm pushing and I've been through a lot in this last year personally, uh, a lot, a lot. And um, personally, a lot of things changed and shifted and you guys saw me through that. And I don't think I would have been able to get through that without the accountability of knowing that you guys were looking forward to me showing up to me showing up for you. And I wanted to show up for you. And then wanting to show up for you as your, you know, not only your friend, but as the person who is here to instruct you and help guide you and facilitate you to a stronger version of yourself. It made me want to show up for myself as well. So it's like that dual effect. Mm. I believe that that's what that synergetic connection happens when you're working with people. It's special. And it, it, if it doesn't transform back and forth like that, you know, um, you tend to lose people, you know, or you tend to, you know, go off the rails a little bit. And, and to have the accountability of a community, to have the accountability of a class, to know you have something to go to on a Tuesday night that's going to fill your cup a little bit, even if you're exhausted. You know, even if I go and move for just a little tiny bit, I'm going to feel better after the end of that hour because I put some love into my body. I, I showed up for myself, you know, and I love it because I show up for you guys. You guys are my why. You are why I love what I do. And without you through this last year, I think it really hit home. I, I, I think I would have been off the rails completely too, you know, um, having to change my home, my life, my relationships, everything. And yet my solid grounding was all of you knowing that I had to program for you and knowing that I wanted to show up to make sure everyone was good. I could keep moving with you and that. So that accountability, right, is key, is it not? Oh, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm lost without that. And what builds into that with that kind of give and take is you do train very personally. You connect with each of us on a very personal level. And like we were saying before about being able to honor your body when it's telling you, hey, I need a break. You're good at doing that for yourself too. And I think, A, it shows we're all human. Even Michelle, who is an absolute tank of a woman. Like, <laughs> I guess I've been training with Michelle for almost five years. I have seen her do some insane shit. It's amazing. But <laughs> Michelle is also Michelle is also human. 
Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> it's funny. My brother nicknamed me the Terminator. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think I earned that from when I was like six and tied him up and gagged him when he said I couldn't do it. And I was like, ah, no, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> I, I feel like the worst thing any human can do for themselves is tell you you can't do something. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the worst thing anybody could ever say to anyone. Yeah. You know what, Dee? It's like, I feel like we all just want to go, fuck that shit. I could do it. (laughs) There are a lot of things in life that can motivate you, that can be your why, but spite is a fantastic motivator. It sure is. It, it, it shouldn't be your long-term motivator, but every once in a while, a little dash of spite just makes life spicy. It makes it super <laughs> spicy. Oh my God, I love you so much. Well, hello there, beautiful humans. Are you struggling to meet your fitness goals or maybe you just don't even know where to start? Let me take a moment and introduce you to my amazing company, Ignite Fusion Fitness. We offer a variety of fun, effective, and transformative fitness classes and personal training for that one-on-one approach. This is both online and in person. I invite you to join our supportive Ignite Fusion Fitness family. Let us help you flick that switch and turn on your inner fit bitch. For more information or to reach out to me, you can find me at IgniteFusionFitMichelle at gmail.com. Also on Instagram under IgniteFusionFitness and DivaDelight911. I look forward to hearing from you. It will be the best decision you ever made. So what would you say to anyone out there right now listening who is doubting starting a program, who is doubting their abilities, who is doubting that they can untie their gangliness. <laughs> oh my God, I love you because you are such an amazing mover. Um, or doubting that moment of, you know, maybe I can't do that or you know, maybe it's not for me. These are the things that I think a lot of women and a lot of humans, a lot of people struggle with all the time. And, you know, you've overcome that hurdle. I've seen you overcome that hurdle. Like you have hit my hit classes that are not easy I'm telling you, I know. I know I am my sore from yesterday, by the way. <laughs> Getting on and off chairs is already a struggle. So, <laughs> yeah, good ass kicking, didn't you? <laughs> that was yeah, a healthy workout. Yeah. Now, I, that was my first hit class back in, I think, like a month and a half between going on vacation and then getting COVID and then getting really busy with work. So I, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I did it. You sure did. I'm pretty sure you made us do a hundred of those like squat things. (laughs) I think I snuck in a couple extra. (laughs) I could see that. Yeah. The first step on any journey is it's really the hardest. It's getting out of your own head to be like, we're going to do this. What I've found with myself is there is a little voice in the back of my head that likes to be like, we should do that. What, what if we do this? It might be a smaller voice, but I've 
taken to listening to it more because there's something in that intuition that I found through the last six odd years of major life upheaval. It has a nasty habit of being right. Mm-hmm, it sure does. It's it's led me in some directions that they aren't where I would have thought I was going like seven, eight years ago, but I'm thrilled to be where I am. I can't imagine a different life. I occasionally think about it and I get absolutely terrified. <laughs> well, and I think one of the wonderful things too is that you know, I've seen you come through so much, Dee. This is the beautiful thing about a journey with someone when they, they've been with you and you watch them grow. I mean, I've watched you grow in your confidence and the way you hold yourself, in the way you move, in what you can lift, your abilities, you know, just everything that I knew I saw inside of you you unlocked and that spark, you know, I've seen you go back to school and change your life direction, but yeah. continually moving and keeping that foundational block to help you unstressed during a stressful time. So would you say that having that sort of foundation in those classes to go to or a structured class, uh, whether that was the hoop class or you hit my hit class or you come to mobility on Tuesdays, that has helped you through stressful times in your life? Oh, absolutely. So when I started doing hit originally, so that was about six, six months, I think, into the COVID pandemic lockdown, classes at the studio had stopped. I did try going back once things reopened, but it it just didn't feel the same. And I don't know if that was mostly like the new public health requirements or it was just I didn't have the people I was training with. I think that was the biggest part was it didn't matter where it was. It was who you were with. But through through that summer, I noticed that like my mental health wasn't doing great and also managed to apply some major changes to my life, like abruptly quitting my job and going back to school. Yay, D! Uh, yeah. I just have to say, yay, D! I'm so proud of you. It's such a brave decision. I have blown up my life so many times, but <laughs> it keeps working out, so I haven't learned to stop doing it. I'm not an averse-to-change person. I won't I won't go for change just for change's sake. I'm more the justifiable change. Let's do it. If if I can see the benefit, I'm in. And I don't know if that's been a more recent thing or just something that's gradually built as I've gotten older, but change has scared me less and less. But I am the kind of person who likes to at least prepare a little bit. Like, okay, this is what we're doing. How is this going to impact things? What do we have to take into account? Because me quitting my job and going back to school is far from the first time Nate and I have blown our collective lives up. But I think that that's a really super brave thing to be able to do because a lot of people can't. And like my life blew up without me even knowing. And it is not an easy thing when things shift and change on you quickly or you want to, even when you want to make yeah. them. 
yourself. You know, you, you keep the pieces of your life that are stability and they help you through, right? No. And a big change like that helps you see like what matters, what do you prioritize, what's important to you? Because even when your life's blowing up, that's when you gravitate more towards those pieces that matter and the things that really are important. Like when we moved into this apartment, we came from living in a house. We bought and sold that house in the span of a year. (laughs) And for about as long as Nate and I had been together, that was kind of one of our goals is buy a house, settle down, do the whole classic life script. And about six months in, we realized we're not house people. Like we were using about a third of the space. We were out in the suburbs. So we were commuting about an hour each way by bus. Didn't have a car and it didn't fit for us. And it was when we, we went on a trip to New York that winter walking all over Brooklyn and Manhattan, that we realized this is how we want to live our lives. We want to be where things are. We want to be able to just like go on a walk for an adventure. Oh yeah. I've been there too. Uh, Just to bring it back to the things that are like important when stuff blows up. You do, you discover what is super important and what you want to keep and what you want, what you're okay with letting go of. And I have found, because I know I had a number of times in my life, yeah, my life has shifted and changed like many times over the years too. Um, But what I've found is that I always, if I was going through a stressful period of time or I had stopped moving or if I, you know, my self-care stopped because I feel like working out is self-care. And especially when we get stressed, sometimes our self-care goes out the fucking window, right? It's the first thing you lose time for. Yeah, it is the first thing. And and all the stress gets on you. So what I've found is that there's certain things that I always come back to, even as a trainer. And one of them is the habit of self, not only self-resilience, but the habit of, you know, getting back into moving to help me move through something. Yeah, that's part of why I came to the classes for HIT originally was I missed having that routine. I knew I needed something to keep me accountable. I wanted to move more. And one of the other things I realized I struggle with is having to think about how I'm going to work out. I'm not good at that. I I love being able to just turn my brain off and be like, okay, Michelle told me to do 10 of these. I'm going to do 10 of these. When you don't have to think about it, you just do it. Having time to turn my brain off is a low-key luxury, and it is something I am really starting to appreciate. Completely turn it off. Like, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not looking at a screen. I am just in the moment with whatever is going on. And the two big things I have for that are going to your classes and my monthly massage appointment. I just shut my brain down. No, that is like, that is such an amazing thing that you just said that because a lot of people stress out about the fact that they have to think about how to work out. That's why they don't want to do it, you know, and they don't want to do it. 85% of people don't want to have to think about what sort of routine they want to put together to work out for 45 minutes. 
There's already so many things you have to think about in the run of the day. Like, what am I going to make for supper? Or do we need milk? Or do I have clean clothing? Yeah. All those – there's enough mental load in day-to-day life that adding on how am I going to exercise is just that one more thing. And it can be just enough to keep you from exercising. Absolutely. And the other thing I just wanted to touch on here is it shouldn't be thought of as a luxury, right? It should be thought of as a tune-up. It should be thought of as your weekly check-in to your body. It should be an appointment that you make for yourself like you would for your car, for your dog, for your partner, for whatever. It should be something that you schedule, you plan. That time is for you to check in with your body, to feel good, to move, to move through anything that you have going on in there, to feel like you have that moment for yourself to feel good and to turn your brain off, to go let someone else do the work for you and tell your body what to do. Because our bodies know what to do. Our bodies are incredible machines. They do absolutely so much for us throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout our lives. You know, it's our brains that need to shut up and stop telling us that, oh, we sh- we can't, we don't have time to do that. I, we don't deserve that. We don't, yes, we don't deserve that. That's another huge one. I don't yeah. deserve that. What is no. that? Yeah. Like you, you deserve to have a body you want to live in. Yes. You only get one. (laughs) You only get one. And you deserve to have a body that feels sore from working out, not from inactivity. Yes. Right? There's a total difference between being sore because you put some work into your body and tuning it up and making it a little bit stronger. It's almost like the that's the sore you like to feel, you know, the next day. The sore you don't want to feel is a sore from like I haven't moved in like six months and I feel like I can't get out of bed right or, you know, my muscles feel like shit because I haven't really moved or used them or, oh, you know, it's like, there's a, there's such a difference between the two and that, oh, I don't deserve, we all deserve to feel incredible in our bodies, no matter what shape, size, form they take. There is no perfect body type out there. There is, to me, I want to bust that stigma. You know, I want everyone to know that it is a gift that we give ourselves It is something that should be accessible to everybody and that it should help us through stressful moments in our life. And it shouldn't be stressful to work out. Absolutely. Anybody can move. It's a case of finding what movement works best for your body. Uh, You are such a light, Dee. I get it from you. I'm Aww. a mirror. I'm reflecting your light back. Oh, you are Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you are the best. I'm telling you, it's been such an awesome journey with you and you're such an inspiration to me on so many levels. You oh, know, thanks, it's Michelle. like you just handle everything that gets thrown at you that like with such ease and grace and you know, the your ability to allow yourself to change things up, you know, to change things up with me in class, your ability to just accept what I'm throwing at you is awesome. Even, you know, like all of you, I know I get the eyes rolling and everyone's like, Oh no, we got to do this. What? 
We're on mute for a reason, so you can't hear the cursing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If you had one absolute gem or two or three pieces of advice for anyone who is just starting to listen to their inner fit bitch, what would those three pieces of inspiration be from D? She's right. You're in her fit, but she's right. Whatever that little voice is saying, like, what have you got to lose if you take a chance on it? The amount you can gain is nearly endless, but say you go to the class and you don't like it or it's not a good fit for you. You're out, what, an hour of your time and 20 bucks? It's not bad. I've lost more money and more time on bad movies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I had a lot less to gain from those. Totally, except for popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, popcorn's <laughs> half the cost. With the extra butter. And number oh. two, what would your second one be? Whatever amount you can move, it's worth it. Before I started moving with Michelle, most of my movement was walking. And I started doing relatively small distances because I had an injury with my hip that kind of limited how far I could go and I wasn't in great shape. Built on that with time and consistency and I've walked like 60 kilometers in a day before. I did it once. I chafed the top of my feet. I didn't know you could do that, but I did it and it was amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. Yes. And right there, it is not about what starts you. It's about where you start, what turns on that switch, whether it's walking or it's doing yoga or whatever, whatever, whatever it is, just start with something. I think that it's about finding a really awesome community that keeps you accountable too. That is what keeps all of us going. I mean, there are those individuals in this life and I admire you so much because you're out there and some of you are listening to, you can be a fit bitch too. Some of you are so good at motivating yourself every day by yourself. And I say kudos to you. I myself am on the other bend is I get motivated by other people and I need other people and that consistency to really drive myself to perform. You know, I'll perform on my own for sure. Yeah, I perform all the time, (laughs) (laughs) but hell, that's why I went to theater school. Uh, But I really enjoy that push from other people and maybe it's part of my competitive side. Maybe it's, you know, not that I'm competitive with other people, but I do like to push myself with other people. Sometimes misery just loves company. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes I just like to know everyone is in as much sweaty pain as I am. (laughs) Bless you, Shannon. You know, you're swearing for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) And we love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right. Oh, I love you so much. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on, Dee. You are my dynamite, D. I named you that for a reason. Oh, thanks, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an amazing time. Oh, it has been such an adventure with you over these last five years. And I am so happy to have you on here as one of my biggest inspirations. 
uh, one of my most incredible humans. I have seen you grow so much. I am so proud of you. And I know that what you've had to say will help so many other people flick the switch and turn on their inner fit bitch. Love you. I love you too, Michelle. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. So if you do want to get in contact with me, you can do that through ignitefusionfitmichelle at gmail.com. I am also on Instagram as Miss Diva Delight 911. Andrea Casey Acrobatics is my business partner. She's a fabulous. And you can also find our Instagram as Ignite Fusion Fitness. We're on there as well. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening in. You too can flick on your inner fit, bitch. <laughs> thank you. Cheers, Michelle.